Hello, and welcome to How to Be a Better DM, the official podcast of Monsters.Rent. My name is Tanner Wayland, and today we're going to learn about how to provide the best adventures and storytelling for our D&D parties. Uh, so, honestly, I'm very excited about the topic today because it's kind of it's kind of controversial nowadays, uh, especially when it's you know it used to be used quite often, and I'm talking about random encounters, specifically random combats. Uh, now, for anyone who maybe is unfamiliar with this, let me explain. Uh, typically, in a large campaign or one that's very exploratory or in a uh, world setting, right? Uh, there's a system called random encounters. Now, random encounters in, in general is like, hey, you are going through the world. Let's say that you're traveling, you know, across a map and they pass through a certain area like a desert or a, or a swamp. Um, maybe it's a hex-based uh, exploration style, right? Whatever it is, they're passing along and you have, as the DM, a correlating table of random encounters. And so as they're passing through, it's like, okay, in this, you know, you spend three hours walking, you cover this many miles uh, or, you know, kilometers. And, you know, let me just, as the DM, roll a quick roll. Okay, nothing happened. Or you get to another space and it's like, oh, so you're walking down the street uh, or not the street in this case, <laughs> let's say the desert. So you, you cr crest over a sand dune. And below, you notice there's some lumps in the sand. Um, you, you don't think anything of it. Uh, and then out pops some bandits, right? That's, that's an example of a random encounter where, you know, you rolled on the table of encounters of different combats and, you know, three hidden bandits or, or just bandits and you added flavor that they were hidden. Uh, whatever it is, the table essentially does the decision making for you. Um, it kind of allows you to prepare a lot of encounters ahead, or, you know, a lot of people like to buy, you know, big old campaign settings of an entire world, uh, from, you know, from their favorite podcast, from, you know, a, a different world within D and D or a campaign setting, right? Whatever it is, they will often have these, uh, random table, like tables, and it just kind of takes some of that, uh, decision-making out of your hands. Um, now you, you're probably familiar with this if you've ever played video games uh, or specific ones, I, I should be uh, clarify like Pokemon or Final Fantasy. They are big fans of random encounters, you know, where your character's walking through the tall grass or a forest or a cave and suddenly, you know, a Zubat or a Pikachu attacks them. Right. Um, uh, or in Final Fantasy, it could be anything, right? Uh, the point is, is that it's a way to randomize the experience. Now, I was saying at the start that it's kind of a, um, how do I say, like unpopular uh, system nowadays. Uh, and there's a few reasons for that. Because um, as much as, yes, the goal is that it saves, you know, a DM's time that, you know, hey, they were able to prepare everything really early and then put it in a table and then you roll and then, you know, they don't have to worry about doing it session by session because they bulk prepared at the start. And then once the session comes up, they roll it. They see, oh, okay, this time we're fighting a couple owl bears. Let me pull up that page, you know, for that encounter. It's all prepared, right? 
Um, that's nice, especially if you're a perfectionist like me. It's a nice way to kind of relinquish control and be a little bit more, you know, play a little bit more off the cuff. But on the other hand, a lot of people feel like, hey, uh, I like my, you know, it's not like we have all the time in the world to play D&D. We kind of want to get to a point. And, and if we have something in the game, we prefer it was really fun or really well, you know, written or or an important plot point that kind of moves it along. And, and that's kind of what the difference between a video game. Well, actually, no. I was going to say that that's the difference between a video game and D&D is that D&D, you know, we want it to be a little bit more purposeful because we have to coordinate schedules and the DM has to plan everything, right? Uh, but uh, But honestly, video games have the same issue. Like a lot of times when a huge game is being made, uh, like a big world game, a open world game, you know, some develop video game developers will pad the content by adding random encounters. Essentially, it's like, hey, we don't have the time to make a bunch of hand tailored, uh, very specific encounters. So instead, let's just, you know, kind of do a spinning wheel that, you know, a random like system that just essentially lengthens the game with a bunch of a filler content, right? A bunch of fluff. And, you know, initially people really liked that in video games, but then they found like, hey, uh, this isn't this isn't authored nearly as much. This isn't quite what I was looking for. And I find that DMs, you know, that that's also the worry there, especially because you're worried that like, oh, I have a hard enough time making a a normal combat that I plan, you know, just session to session, I have a hard time making that feel really engaging to players because it can kind of, depending on your play style, some combats, they just go on too long, right? And a lot of combats, it's like, oh, you're traveling through the tunnel to the interesting event, but then in the tunnel, you know, they run into a gelatinous cube and that that's cool, but, you know, some people don't like uh, slowing down the path of the players with anything that isn't like, oh, you're fighting, you know, a really cool NPC who has a whole backstory, right? Or you're fighting an iconic, you know, beholder or something, right? Some people don't want filler at all. Um, even though we all know that that's kind of difficult to do as a DM, I think that we, many people want to uh, avoid having filler because they'd like high quality adventures and stories. Um, but I, I don't think that that means that random encounters need to be completely dismissed, right? I think that there's a, a way to implement them and also specific times to implement them. Uh, specifically, you know, when you're trying to make a world feel fleshed out, uh, I think that random counter encounters are perfect for that, right? Where you're like, hey, I don't roll them every second, but you know, it's been a sec and I know that they're about to enter a city. And they're going to be talking with a lot of NPCs, and it might not be a combat for a little bit. Okay, let's uh, roll on the random chart. Oh, they're outside of the city. You know, still a, f a few, you know, uh, a few leagues away, and then, and then they run into you know some bandits or into a pack of dire wolves or whatever you want to say. Right. That's a nice way to kind of mix it up and be like and, and tell about the world through the different types of encounters, right? And you can even add into, you know, don't give up on flavor, right? Don't give up on storytelling, even though the encounter 
wasn't initially planned to be, you know, that specific encounter. You can totally see, like, roll that dice on the random encounter chart. You can see, like, oh, okay, so we have some fey creatures that are going to be attacking the party. We're trying to bamboozle them and then attack them. You know, there's a couple ways that you could do it. You could just be like, you cr- you round the bend and, oh my goodness, you see, you know, these flying creatures and they attack you. Roll initiative. That's an option and and it's not, you know, I'm sure the players would still enjoy the combat, but you can throw in some, you know, throw in some storytelling. You're You're a storyteller. You can do it. You can be like, okay, I've rolled this. The players are kind of talking. Uh, let me pull up the stats. Great. Got the stats. How am I going to introduce this? Take like a 10 second breather or you have everyone be, take a small break and be like, okay, uh, everyone grab a drink. I'm just preparing some stuff. And then, you know, just real quick, think about how to introduce them. And like, okay, maybe the fake creatures are actually posing as beggars on the side of the street. And then, you know, they get the surprise, a surprise attack on the players unless the players are cunning enough to notice or they roll an insight or a perception check, right? And that's kind of where, that's where you can add some oomph to it all, uh, is doing that little bit of extra in the moment preparation on top of all of the mechanical preparation you did when you, you know, got the random encounter chart in the first place or created it. Uh, so that's a way that you can really, you know, make a random encounter feel like a planned encounter. As a listener of this show, you obviously love story. Now that you've had a chance to craft your own story by listening to this show, wouldn't it be nice to get some inspiration? Or maybe you just want a moment of immersion and escape and entertainment. Whatever it is, come join us on our new show, Packed and Boom. It's an actual play D&D podcast in the world of Calignos, where our characters Jolly, Wolfgang, and Alan will find and meet each other in hell, and from there, start a troublemaking journey with some near-death experiences that will hopefully lead them to a happy ending. Find it wherever great podcasts are heard, or just go to sessionzerostudios.com slash packed and boom. That's P-A-C-T-N-B-O-O-N. Start listening today. Um, so I, I would highly recommend that. Uh, and, and you know what's also fun about random encounters? It keeps the, the mystery and the, the surprise uh, alive for you. Because now you're not as worried like, hey, oh man, okay, I hope that it, it goes off as well as I hoped this combat would. No, you are being as surprised as much as the players. And that's awesome. It kind of adds a little bit of that initial... So, you know, fun that sometimes DMs lose after we've been in the DM seat for so long because we know everything that's going to happen except for the player's response. Now you you have to you also get surprised by your own story, right? Um, but then you can still tell a great story with that by adding some extra little things. Um, now. One thing to keep in mind is that uh, I mentioned earlier that like, hey, combat can drag. And so that's one big reason why people don't want to do a random encounter is that they're like, hey, 
my normal combats already drag. Why on earth would I want to add more combats that aren't uh, story meaningful or, or that aren't planned uh, with some really fun mechanics or traps or anything, right? Uh, my answer is that you really need to think about your combats. One, I, we've said this a billion times. If your combats in general are sluggish, you know, time turns. Uh, tell, get people on base and be like, hey, you're doing next. I want, I need to know what you're doing within a minute. And then also do the same for yourself. Have like strategies written out behind beforehand uh, for what your monsters or, or the villains are going to act, right? Uh, do that and that'll make combat a lot more snappy. But on top of that, if it's a ron- random encounter, even more than normal encounter, I would suggest that you look for telltale signs that you know, the players have have been fighting long enough and that you can kind of kill the monster with the next hit. Be very willing to do that with random encounters. Also, you might even want to randomize some other aspects, right? I think that you could have a lot of fun by having multiple tables where you're like, okay, roll first dice. This is the, you know, creature and the number of creatures. Um, so, and then, oh, a third die, which is like setting or or combat trait where you wrote out a few different like effects it's like oh for this situation the sun is like really hot and that causes like a physical effect where the players have to do a constitution saving throw or something like that right there's there's ways that you can randomize even more than just the enemies themselves and i think you should play around with it it'll make you know the combats more interesting it'll avoid some of that rote combat that you might be worried about with a random encounter and i think that that's just going to be best for you overall um now uh, i have been kind of talking up random encounters in general i don't think it's perfect for everywhere right i've mentioned that you know in a journey in a world setting it's great but uh if you're in a town honestly you don't want to be rolling a bunch of things in the town because the town a town is already you know, they're going to be talking with a lot of NPCs. Those NPCs should have stories or quests that, you know, lead to combat that is that has a more goal-based purpose, right? Um, so I would say, like, you know, in a town, you don't need to be rolling these things. Uh, even, like, in a dungeon, no, dungeons are a great place where you should be having planned encounters, planned traps, you know, you go into a room, that room should be iconic and have everything kind of planned to a deeper level. But, you know, when you're just out in the world, that, that that's a solid time to do it. Now, it's not a solid time to do it if your players just had a bunch of combats in a dungeon because it was, you know, it was a combat-heavy dungeon. At that point, you know what? Maybe you just hand-wave the journey and, you know, they get to the largest seaport relatively easy, Right. And then they have a bunch of role playing there. And then once they embark on the sea, then you break out your random encounter chart for the sea. But you don't do it, you know, when you've already had a combat heavy, you know, session or portion of your campaign. Um, so you got to kind of play it by ear there. Uh, now, I, I mentioned goals in terms of like, hey, in, in a city, NPCs will give more goal based uh, reasons to have combats. That's not me saying that random encounters can't interact with goals in an interesting way, right? Now, let's take the desert example, right? 
where it's one thing to be like, oh, you're going from town A to town B through a desert. And oh man, you keep running into different, you know, enemies along the way. That's, that's something, you know, it's not, it's not nothing, but that's very different from having short-term goals within the desert that the players are going to and from, uh, forth from, and then fighting these encounters. Uh, Just to explain myself a little bit, I mean that if a player is trying to get from point A to point B, because at point B, a dungeon, let's say, it has, you know, the amulet that will save the little girl in the town that they came from. If you're doing that and you run into enemies along the way, even though it's a slight tweak in the way that you're not just traveling, but you're traveling for a distinct immediate purpose, then any combat that you have along the way, any random encounter is going to feel a lot more meaningful. And you might be thinking like, well, yeah, but how meaningful? If you set it up right, if you set up the emotional and, you know, the specific goals and you teach the party what they need to be going for, then it's going to add some more motivation than than you understand. Uh, especially because it's not very motivating just wandering, right? If your party is in the stage where they're just wandering from place to place, then maybe you don't do random encounters, until they've been to a place that gives them a sense of purpose, like a quest, uh, the quest giver has been like, hey, I need, you know, these three tablets from these three separate locations in order for me to put them together and, and repeat this ancient spell, right? That's going, you know, they'll still travel either way, whether or not they had that quest. But any combats along the way is going to feel a lot more, you know, like like a stumbling block to get over versus just a slog. So keep that in mind that, hey, if you're worried about random encounters, make sure that your players have a distinct goals first because that will mitigate that worry as well. Um, now, you know, I, I, think, I think the key to random encounters in general is also just don't, don't drop any of your good storytelling habits um, you should still, you know, similar to when your party enters a new setting and you have a prepared paragraph, uh, it might be worth it to, you know, take a break, a breather for like two minutes for the players and let them stretch. And then while, after you've rolled that random encounter table to, you know, just write out like two or three sentences that will help you introduce the combat and, add, you know, help the players visualize it. More than just, you know, a couple blips on a map that have different stats that they need to get down to zero so that they beat them, right? You don't want that. Uh, Honestly, I I hope I haven't overcomplicated it because the point of a random encounter chart is it's supposed to save you time. Um, And especially, you know, if you're not great at it at the start and you're like, oh, random encounter and you just throw it at them and you don't add, you know, your own storytelling twist. Uh, and there, there is no goal or whatever it is, you know, if you didn't listen to anything I said, just know that you can practice and get better if that's something you're interested in. And honestly, I think it's something we could all try at least a few times. Uh, you know, if, if we are uncomfortable with it and you like to have a lot more control, that's, you know, that's cool with me. That's where I'm at. Right. But, but on the other hand, I think we could all practice a little bit more 
being a little bit more impromptu and releasing some of our control and giving ourselves a chance to try on the fly to create a story in in a more real way than you do when you already know what's going to happen ahead of time. So I, I would encourage you to try it. I, I think it can be a really freeing experiment and you might find that you like it or you might find that you learn some things that you can apply to your normal planned combats. Um, so I, I would honestly in, invite you to try it. Uh, when you find yourself in a portion of your adventure or your campaign that fits that style of combat. Um, and, you know, let us know how it goes, right? We love hearing what happens when you guys follow our advice and whether it helped or whether it kind of threw things off balance. Either way, we love those emails. Um, but until next time, let's roll initiative. Do you love these podcast episodes but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading information rather than listening to it? Here's what you can do. Go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want. You'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that, frankly, no one has ever heard before. Again, sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week.